Welcome to WISE, a podcast for women introverts, sensitives, and empaths. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, business coach, functional nutritional therapy practitioner, and former private chef. WISE is all about mindset, entrepreneurship and business, food and nutrition, spirituality, relationships, and ultimately living your purpose, all through the lens of the sensitive, introverted, and empathic woman. I know you might feel like the information out there isn't suited for you, but this is because we're powerful, strong, and deep, and we've got potential. Let's begin to let that out right now. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of WISE. I have a really important episode for, I hope, you today. And it's important to me because this might be the most profound realization that I've had in 2020. It is a an understatement to say that this has been a tough year. We know everything that's been happening. I've also been through a bunch of stuff personally. And, you know, even though it's hard and it has been a lot and we've had so many emotions of grief and mourning and disappointment and frustration, sadness, stress, all of these things, I think it's also a really big opportunity to reevaluate and see what has been working in your life, what hasn't, and what ways can I change if I want to change? And if you're listening to this podcast and you've been listening for a while, I would guess that you are very similar to me, where you are sensitive and maybe you've spent your whole life being really nice and you have um, really cared about what the people around you think. I'm not saying that we should never care what people around us think. But sometimes we do it to a degree that isn't helpful to us and we end up abandoning ourselves in the process. And for me this year, I was really confronted with the ways that I had abandoned my own self, not like in a drastic way, but ways that my voice, that I wasn't using my voice to its full capability in my life, not necessarily with my work or anything, but just in in ways that I have been um, really healing my own trauma and looking into things like that. And for me, it's been really hard. But at the same time, it has been, and when I say healing my trauma, I just mean like going through things that made me confront lifelong issues that I thought I had confronted, and then really seeing how these things were still showing up in my life. And the only way out is through. The only way out is to uh, actually do this work. When I say do the work, it's really just like being able to sit with yourself and be present and accept and love every single part of yourself. And that love doesn't come instantly, but it comes eventually. It starts with acceptance. First, it starts with awareness. I ended up going to therapy earlier this year. I'm not in therapy anymore, but that was really helpful for me to um, really see how I could take care of myself and how I could be the most important person in my life. And again, 
If you're listening right now, it's likely that you relate to this, that maybe you have given away your own power. And again, I'm not saying that it's anything really drastic, but for those of us that are super aware of ourselves, even a little bit can feel like it's not aligned and not in integrity with ourselves. And for me, what's been most poignant this year is really knowing that I have the power and you have the power to create your emotions, to create your effort, and to create your attitude. You are the person in charge. For so long, I, again, because I'm sensitive and I really sometimes absorb people's emotions, I would, if somebody in my life would get upset with me or was disappointed in me. And just a little side note, in 2021, I'm going to be having experts come on about relationships and attachment style and codependency. What I'm really talking about right now is codependency and how that has played in my life and in certain relationships. And codependency is really about control. And it's about trying to control other people's behavior. It's about trying to control how other people respond because it would make you feel better. And we don't think that, right? We think that by being codependent, we're caring. And by, uh, you know, caring about people's responses, that we really care about them. But what we're really trying to do is make ourselves feel better. And by knowing that we have the power to create our own emotions and all of these different things, it really gives you the permission to take up that place in your own life. And I heard this quote the other day that was really, really helpful for me. Last two episodes have been about quotes. But the quote was, every single time we let someone else control our emotions, we perpetuate the belief that we are powerless and that we can't take care of ourselves. So again, the sensitivity that we might have, this anxiety of like, oh, I care about this person so much. And if they're disappointed with me and they're mad at me and and this person, we allow this person to really take over our emotions and our okayness is dependent upon that other person's okayness. Again, I'm not talking about romantic relationships right now. I'm talking about, it could be a romantic relationship. For me, it's not. I'm talking about other potential relationships that you might have with someone else in your life. And for me, this has been the most important thing that I realized, especially when we are, you know, close with our families or close with certain people in our lives, it is very hard to sort of take a step back and be like, you know what, I'm the one in charge here. And for those of us that have that fragile sense of okayness that's dependent upon other people, I want you to know that you have the power. There's really no other way for me to put that. Think about how much energy you spend trying to control other people's emotions, really trying to um, allow other people in your life to behave the way that you want to, and also worrying about what they think of you. Again, this is just in general, how much energy 
do we spend thinking about what other people are going to think of us, being fearful of if people like us or not. And again, I really used to be like this. And I want you to think of all that energy that you put in to thinking about these things. I want you to think about what would happen if you put that back into yourself. If you took up all that energy and you put it back into you, into your own development, into you working out, into prepping your food, into keeping promises for yourselves, in doing the hard work of controlling your emotions and really understanding that you have the power and that you are in control. This was something that I didn't realize fully, honestly, till the past couple years. And I have really grown. I mean, many of you know that I have been on a path of self-growth for like 10 years now. I don't think it ever really ends in personal development, but especially in like the last two or three years, it's really been a lot. And I have had people in my life tell me, you've changed so much, like you're not the same person anymore. And at first that was really hurtful to me because I'm like, what are you talking about? I am the same person. I've just evolved in a different way. And I went from somebody who really was incredibly codependent, who was fearful, who didn't have much of a voice at all, to somebody who is the opposite. And I actually had a friend of mine reach out to me the other day, somebody who is super close to me and somebody who has been like a brother to me for probably 20 years now, now that I think back, probably close to 20 years. And he called me and he was like, you know, I want you to know that I recognize the fact that you moving across the country right now and you doing all the things that you're doing in life isn't something that the you from six years ago would have done. And again, this is somebody who knows me like very intimately and um, has been through things with me and has seen me go through things. He was like, you wouldn't have done that. Your past self wouldn't have done that. You have changed. You have evolved. And he's like, I'm not sure if people know that about you. And I talk about it here on this podcast, uh, sort of how much I've evolved through the years. But I think really in the last, again, year 2020, being confronted with all these things and uh, again, realizing just our shit and like working through it. For me, I spent my whole life dealing with like a lot of shame for just like existing (laughs) because that's how I was sort of um, taught. And I think many of us feel that way where we have this as humans this inherent sense of either inadequacy or abandonment. Those are like the two human uh, fears. So these were things that this year I was like, I'm really not going to deal with this anymore. Like, let's say I had gone to like 70%. This year I'm like 100%. I'm not going to deal with this. And I'm going to put an end to it now. And this has just happened through me reading and journaling and spending a lot of time alone when I was in Portland, really going on walks, just like really really thinking about who I want to be, how my past has shaped me, and also how I can live now 100% to that full extent, which I've always done. 
but now it's like at another level. I've always been somebody who has been through the years pretty confident that I can do stuff and know that I'll survive and and take risks and stuff. But I want you to know that, and just a little side note here, I allowed my personality, me being anxious and me being sensitive to kind of hold me back sometimes. And you might feel like that also, that, oh, because I'm this way, setting boundaries and uh, speaking up and doing the things that I want to, I'm going to be perceived differently. People aren't going to like me. People are going to think I'm, I'm, I'm going to, or I have changed. And that's probably going to be the case. And that is okay. The more you begin to rely on yourself and the more you put yourself first, your happiness, your investments in time, your strength, all of this, the more you do that, the more solid you're going to feel. And this happens with three different things, our attitude. So the way that we view things happening, which is like our mindset, which is how we view the world. I, for a long time, and and still to this day a little bit, view when you have been through trauma, you view things through the lens of trauma, which again, puts you back into those uh, fears of humans, which is I'm not good enough and uh, I'm going to be left or somebody's going to abandon me. They're not going to like me. All these things you view things through the lens of trauma, which means that nothing is ever stable. It feels like the rug could be pulled out from under you. And um, those things might always be there if you've been through things. And for me, it's really been about developing another identity and another voice, another internal um, protector. (laughs) And I had a yoga teacher... Uh, Gretchen Suarez, who's a really good Ashtanga yoga teacher in Miami, who used to tell me self-love is about protecting yourself the way that, and I'm not sure I've said this on this podcast, maybe Gretchen has been on this podcast, actually, maybe she said it when she was on years ago. Uh, self-love is about protecting yourself the way that a lioness would protect her cub with that ferocity and that sort of violence of like, cut this shit out, like act in your higher self, act the way that you want to feel, know that you can control your attitude. It doesn't mean that you might not ever view things through the lens of trauma. Like that shit is like programmed in us (laughs) for those of us that have been through things, but it can be changed and it can be, you can develop another self that is stronger, that has that ferocity that the lioness has in a way that you protect yourself from self-limiting beliefs and thoughts and ways that bring you down. It doesn't have to be that way. You can also control your effort. You can control ways that, you know, if you have, uh, you know, depression or anxiety, how can you get up and do something about it? I really used to tell myself the story because I'm anxious, because I'm depressed. Like, which I'm not depressed right now, but I've definitely gone through that. I just have to sit in bed all day. And some days, yes, like own that, do it. But other times we got to get active. What can I do? Can I eat better? Can I eat protein? Can I walk? Can I be active? Can I be around people? Can I not be around people? What is it that I need to do? How much effort can I put into my own development and my own self-care so that I can feel good and I can be who I want to be? 
The next thing is emotions. We control our emotions. <laughs> Not instantly. It doesn't mean that we're never going to feel sad or any of these things, but it's a matter of recognizing them and then sort of doing the thing that's going to help you feel better. Again, what are these active things? What promises can you make to yourself and, and eventually keep so you can be that person? And so you can put yourself first and you can put that energy into creating your own confidence and the energy that you give to yourself will be emanated and attract other people who are like you. And I know this 100% as I have gone through life and I've grown, I've attracted people who um, are like me and who, and I've also let go of a lot of people and have created space for those other people to come into my life and really being vigilant about who I let in and who I spend time with and who I give my energy to. And I want you to know that you can do the same. I also want you to just give yourself the chance. Self-sabotage is about us. Again, that quote that I said, we perpetuate when we think that we have to, or when we give our power away to somebody else to control our emotions, we perpetuate the belief that we are powerless and that we can't take care of ourselves. So we are acting the way, acting out the way that we don't want to be. We are acting the way that we don't want to feel. We give away our power. And again, this isn't like light switch. One day to the other, I'm going to turn into that lioness. No, it starts with practicing it over and over and over, having those hard conversations, setting boundaries, doing things. In this episode, I really just wanted to plant the seed in your mind that you have the power, that you are in charge. Even if you are somebody who considers themselves soft and gentle, like you also have another side of you that's a badass bitch. <laughs> and that is uh, just somebody who is solid and strong and has grit. That to me is really important. And you can be both things. Like Danielle Lepore says, wide open heart, big fucking fence. And that is the energy that I am bringing into next year and into the rest of this year. Next week's episode is going to be all about goal setting. Again, I really just wanted to plant the seed in your brain. If you have been struggling with anything of this or if you have been going through something similar, I always respond to DMs. Every single DM that I get, I respond to. Even if it takes me till the end of the day, I will get back to you. And I love hearing from you. If you have never sent me a DM and you've been a listener of this podcast, so many of you have been reaching out lately, by the way, please send me a DM. Send me a voice note. Let me know how you found me. Let me know what else you would want to see. I feel like this is a community and an army of people who are exactly the same. And imagine if we could all band together and share our stories and do this work together so that we can be the people that we want to be. And so we can know that we have the power and we don't have to give it up anymore. It's not an option. Got to be a little bit hard on yourself here. If you're an Enneagram 4 out there, if you're emotional, we need structure, we need discipline, we need to be a little bit hard on ourselves. That is how we get stuff done. Most importantly, that's how we get stuff done so we can be who we want to be and share in that energy and share in that power so we can then give it out to the world. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode. 
course, it was a little longer than I thought it would be. In 2021, we will be coming back to the interviews. I promise we have a bunch of guests lined up that are awesome. Uh, Intuitive Macros started this week. I might be opening up a couple one-on-one spots uh, in the next few weeks. And I'm also opening up my business mentorship. I should have said that at the beginning, but in the show notes, there is a link for you to sign up. I'm also going to put it in my Instagram bio to sign up for uh, the waitlist. I will be sending information about it for a mid-January start. We go for six months. And that group is also going to be focused on doing this work. Because in order to become this person that we want to be, there's no greater vehicles than food and business and the body and fitness. And these are all pursuits that are the same thing, that go hand in hand. So Stay tuned for that. I'm not going to be sharing a ton of outward facing business content, but I have a ton of business resources that I will be sharing in a Facebook group. Uh, if you were an introvert biz bootcamp, that is the Facebook group that I'm going to be using. If you have any questions about any of this or just are confused about how to get on the wait list, just send me a DM. I am happy to guide you. And I really want us all to just take 2020 and evaluate what it is that we liked, evaluate what it is that we didn't like, and then know that we have the power to change it and step into the way that we want to be. Thank you so much for listening to WISE. If you want to get in touch with me, or if you want to submit a question to be answered on this podcast, please send me a DM and follow me on Instagram at Ashley K. Pardo. I love hearing from you. My DMs are always open. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, please share it with somebody that you love and leave us a five-star rating and review on 